Sean, I just wanted to start with a situation regarding profit and sustainability. What impact does the Premier League charge have on yourself and the players, if any, particularly given the implication a points deduction could have if the club was to be... There's no situation uh, at the moment. The club's statement, I think, covers everything. Um, you know, things before my time, they've, they've covered it in the club statement, so I'm happy to go along with that and more focused on what's going on on the pitch, quite obviously. Have you been given any further assurances, though, that the club has done no wrong? Because obviously Pep Guardiola has been in a, a bit of a different situation to yourself, but he was given assurances and said if it, the opposite was found to be true, then it would, he would consider his position. So I think it covers that in the statement, you know, from what they said. Um, and the rest of it is down to the powers that be, you know, to do anything they need to do. So the club have just assured me that the statement is correct. And then, as I said, the, the rest of it will go down to the powers that be to do what they have to do. In terms of planning for the future, does it impact at all on the ability to bring players in during the summer? Uh, not that I know of. Um, you know, I think, I think at the minute we're really focusing on what's going on now. Um, of course, there's background uh, views of the future, but you know, working with a squad now, working you know to get more points, quite obviously, and to make sure we get what we all want, which is to be in the Premier League. And with that background noise, what understanding do you now have as to why the fans are protesting against the board of directors of the football club? Um, I think that was not relevant to any statements that are coming out. I think there's been a long-term thing. You know, it's certainly from a distance. I don't think it was under the radar. I think it was uh, apparent um, that the fans weren't happy about different things at the club. Since I've been here, I must say they've been terrific with us and the team. You know, and that's the that's all I could ask for when I got here. Um, you know, because it's before my time. All the all the noise from fans about different reasons and different. You know, what they, what how they felt that they wanted to put across their reasons, but. I could only ask for them to back the team, and they have. They've been mag- uh, magnificent in doing so, um, and the team responded with that, so vice versa. We want that connection, we want to align with the fans, um, and it starts with on the pitch, and that's what we're trying to do. In terms of what you want to do on the pitch as well, how useful has the international break been? I'm just thinking Nathan Patterson obviously had a decent experience and minutes under the belt. James Garner getting minutes as well? Yeah, I think for that reason. Um, and then some have got more minutes in other games um, and then the group that are left behind they got a few days off but they've certainly done some work as well um, and I think they've, they look uh, fresh actually and the way they've trained in the last three days so yeah I've been pleased overall um, nothing too major come back on the injury front either so that's helpful um, particularly with Ama playing both games and stuff like that so you know so far so good and uh, a couple of them are back in today um, with Alex coming back in as well so yeah it's good to see them how is Dominic Calvert-Lewin as well? Has he trained with the group today? How close is he? He hasn't trained with the group, but he's he's back on the grass again and has been. Um, so he's making progress, which is good. He did have that tiny niggle on the, the injury. It was a different, slightly different area, but he's he's making very good progress. So we're happy with that at the moment. No timescale then, is it? No timescale. I, I don't do that anyway. Um, and certainly when we're just trying to get him uh, back to full fitness, as I call it, or as close to, of course. Do you feel, even without him at the minute, you're beginning to carry more of a goal threat whether it's Damari playing through the middle, Ellis, Neil? Well, the stats have improved since we've been here. You know, on, on some of the markers that you want, getting bodies in the box, getting better quality going into the box, getting uh, better quality of chances, and, of course, different scorers. And, you know, I made it clear it's always been my mentality. You know, if, if players go out the side, then it's a good opportunity for someone else. And then beyond that, the responsibility is the whole team to score goals. And I think we're showing good signs of that, you know, being productive from different areas of the pitch in different formats, different ways, and, and trying to affect games and... I've always said effective football is what I want from the team and we're showing good signs of that. Even with the change in management at Spurs as well, I suppose Spurs' goal threat doesn't really change too much. Uh, how do you go about keeping Harry Kane quiet, who's now 
England's all-time leading goalscorer. Yeah, fantastic. And congratulations to him. You know, he's a, um, I'm lucky enough to know him a little bit as well. And, you know, fantastic fellow that he is, all-round professional. Um, yeah, I mean, look, you know, he'll be aware. It's not uh, just about him. They've got good players there in general. Um, but, of course, he's, he's a threat. He has been season after season. And when he gets questioned, he, he certainly shuts the questions down pretty quickly with what he does. Um, but like I said, there's a good team there. I know there's a bit of noise there and varying things going on, it seems. But at the end of the day, they've still got a good group of players there and we've got to be ready for that. Sure. Thank you. Um, Sean, obviously going into the international break, you extended it to three games unbeaten. What are the positives that you've seen that gave you heart going through that period and now carrying into the, the final wave? Um, I think the balance, you know, we, we've, I think it's fair to say we've had a better um, sort of defensive structure um, over the weeks that I've been here and, and I think now we're beginning to just find that balance between that and transitioning into attacking um, and there seems to be a better um, feel to that you know the, it's hard to explain but the, the transition moment and adapting to it and seeing the picture early I think that's improving um, the work ethic both ways we're asking them to work obviously defensively then how quickly can you transition both with your eyes and how quickly you see the game but then also the physical side of it um, and I think we're seeing better signs of that um, and like I said, being effective as well, you know, trying to affect the game in different ways. And I, and I think there's, well, there's certainly signs of that, better signs of that, um, especially, you know, last couple of away games scoring two away, which hasn't been that obvious, you know, for, a, for quite a while at Everton Football Club. So another step forward um, and a reasonable return of points. There's a couple that got away from us. The Forest game got away from us from a mistake. And I think actually probably the, the toughest one for me is, as a manager was the performance against Villa because I thought it was a very good performance. And probably warranted better out of the game than we got, but sometimes that's the way it goes. In these situations, quite often people talk about a relegation battle and which teams have character. Did you see more of that in the, the manner with which you got the points against Chelsea than perhaps had been seen in games before? No, I think I've seen it since I've, I've got to the club. You know, I've been very happy with the, the way the players have adapted on the training pitch and they're taken into games. So... I just think it re reaffirms it when you know you go down to Chelsea. Yeah, again, a bit of noise about Chelsea this season. They've still got some very, very strong players, very good players, and they were on a good run of form, of course, when we got down there. But I think the the relentless mentality I've spoken to the group about something I believe in wholeheartedly. Things can change in football very quickly, so you have to stay on it all the way through the game. And every minute is important, every second is important. And I think that's growing. I think that mentality is growing. And I just think it was a, a strong sign of it down at um, Chelsea with with how we came back from being down twice and then scored a very good goal to nick a, a very good point. We're speaking to Dwight McNeil and James Tarkovsky yesterday, and they both spoke about the importance of taking on responsibility and taking the game to the opposition. Now, the last time we played at Goodison, ahead inside 60 seconds. It doesn't often happen like that, but I, I guess if you get on the front foot, no matter who the opposition is, that makes this place a, a real advantage. I've always believed in it. It's just that, you know, you play some teams, they're very strong teams, and it's it's hard to constantly be on the front foot, um, to use that old expression. So there are times when you have to play more tactically and defend more tactically, but, uh, tactically, sorry, but there are games, um, as you suggest, when we go, you know, we want to go on the front foot early in the games. And it's fair to say, like most teams, you tend to be a little bit more open to that at home um, with the feel of a home stand, particularly ours, you know, the way that it's going with the fans behind us and stuff. Um, but uh, we, we try and do that. It's, it's the, the way that I've always wanted a side to work. It's just that some teams you play, you know, and some very strong teams in the Premier League, and sometimes it doesn't look like you're trying to do that, even though you are. And then you've got to work in a different fashion. And I think we're finding that blend of different ways of affecting games, both defensively and in attack, no matter who we're playing, and that's important. Thank you. Thank you. Excuse me. Yeah, Thank 
you sure? Hiya. Um, you and Ellis Sims have both spoken about a conversation you had ahead of the Chelsea game about what... I didn't see what he said. What did he have to say? What did he have to say? Yeah. Did he to tell you? Yeah, well, I'll ask him after. <laughs> yeah, he was very complimentary, don't worry. Well um, then him. That's the right answer. <laughs> um, I just wondered, have you used this international break to work even more closely with him, particularly if Dominic isn't quite back? No, not particularly. They, they they worked hard anyway, and they got a few down days, and then coming back in, just reaffirming some stuff with him, some clips, and you know, uh, some information shared, but not not too much. You know, he's he's still relatively young. He's still adapting to what it is to be in the Premier League, and I think the way that we work on a daily basis will affect him anyway. Um, and then just adding into it really with some analytics and the coaching, uh, the coaching staff showing some analytics and some feedback for him. Um, but he, you know, it's not it's not solved. A player doesn't just become a good player straight away overnight. He's got a very good goal, a goal that we think he can score with his power and his pace. And now learning about his body and learning about using his body, you know, that's going to be an effective part of his game. Um, and some of the details of, of being a striker, you know, getting across the right side of the pitch, hold up play, the importance of hold up play, the importance of defending from the front. So these are all different areas of his game that we're trying to slowly but surely rub off on. Um, and he's he's going about his business quite nicely at the minute, and he's he's beginning to get what we're talking about. Cause some players, you know, pick it up very quickly. Some it takes a bit of time, but he's working at his game, which is good. Seamus Coleman was praised in the week for his performance for the Republic of Ireland. I just wondered, you know, he's somebody that seems to always, no matter which manager he's playing for, whether it's club or country, that they just seem to love everything that he's about. Since you've been working with him, how have you found him? And given the stage he's at in his career, how impressive is it, the performance? I think, I think that, you know, it's something I got told very young. Um, I've said it in many talks, many times in the media, great attitude is everything. And, and he, he's got that. And, you know, to every challenge that's come his way down the years, I bet you any money that's been part of the thing, and his talent, of course, but part of the thing that's got him through some awkward times so that he can enjoy the good times. And I think that's why everyone speaks so well of him because his attitude towards everything, he's, he's a good, good, just a good person to be around when you talk with him. It's good on the training pitch, the way he rubs off him, in his own style as well. Um, you know, he, he is himself, he's very authentic. I don't think he tries to copy anyone with his style. He will speak to players in the way that he thinks is the right way. And he does it very well. And then... Behind that is, of course, his performance levels. I mean, since since I, me and my staff have been here, he's been a joy. You know, the way he's performed both on and off the pitch. We want him to continue that, of course. But it's not a surprise to me that everyone spoke so highly when I got here about him. And, of course, people in the game in general speak so highly about him. Nathan Patterson featured briefly, didn't he, for Scotland? Is he something that will be in your plans for Monday night? Or is it still too soon? He's, a, he's, still, you know, he's still a young player developing. And there's a lot more to come from him. But he, he got injured pretty quick and now he's over that, which is good. Um, I know he's played a bit early season as well um, here, so there's still a lot of development in him. But he's going about it in the right way now that he's fit, of course. And yeah, getting you know fantastic win uh, the other night for them, and he got a little piece of it as well, which is great for him. Do you like working with the younger players? Well, it's my background, to be honest. I, I you know people forget I came out of playing and went straight with an under eighteen group at Watford and, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Learned a lot about myself, a lot about coaching, a lot about working with younger players. So. It's certainly something that I've always believed in, but the idea of development has been part of the reason why I became a coach and a manager. I felt, you know, I felt I could give something back that maybe I was missing in my career, so or, or a better version of it, and that was my start point. And I still believe in it now, whether you're Seamus Coleman or whether you're, you know a young player just coming into the, the first team squad. I still believe that there's development to be had. You know, the, the game teaches you the, the most in your career, but there are ways that you can guide players to get more from. 
um, what they learn as players and I, and I think we try and do that and I, and I like it when that happens and I like it when it gets fed back to you I saw a couple of players I worked with in the week had a bit of dinner with them I caught up with Tommy and Dave Jones and they were sharing back with us you know what they learned and how they felt about it when we played when they were under us at Burnley so I think that's a nice thing for coaches and managers you know when that happens and, and I enjoy that side of, of you know being a manager coach whichever it is Thank you Hi, Sean. Um, j- just on Tottenham, obviously it's been a turbulent couple of weeks there. Could it be a good time to be facing it? Look, all the things that get said about these times, and you know, there's varying reasons why it gets said, of course, but at the end of the day, the whistle blows. You know, you're playing against a, a good group of players without a shadow of a doubt. Um, they're, they're still going pretty well in the league for all the noise. You know, they're, they're, certainly, uh, they're certainly a side to be reckoned with. Um, and you have to make sure that you're on your performance level. I say it all the time because it's important to remember it as a group. Um, anything that's helpful, if it is helpful, then we'll take it, of course. But it always starts with us. You know, every game starts with us. Are we prepared? Are we mentally and physically prepared? Are we organised? Do we know everything we've got to do to try and win a game? So that'll be my key focus, that's for sure. And from what you know of them, what would you expect from Christian Stellini and Ryan Mason? Well, he had that spell of covering a few games, so you know, I, I, I don't think there'll be radical. There might be radical change. I doubt it. Um, we'll have to wait and see. But you know, the good thing with the Premier League and, and the players that I've got here, they've, they've experienced a lot during this season and other seasons for some of them, coming across different tactical situations, different playing styles, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So you've got to be adaptable and flexible. Um, so we will be. Thank you. Thank you.